Okay. Are we doing the clap? So one, two, three, clap. All right. Oh. Well, no. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> it was coming over like what the. Okay. All right. I got it. Do before we do it. I got it. Okay. okay. One, two, three. All right. Okay. Well. Oh, my God. Should we, should we dive in? Yeah, we're going to have to because we just wasted so much time. <laughs> yeah, we did. It's literally almost nine o'clock here, eight o'clock there. Like, it's getting late. I'm Jesse, And I'm Erin. And, and we're, we're the Cage the Queens. Uh, do you want to give the synopsis? Oh, fuck, I was not expecting to have to do that, but I can definitely do it. This is going to test how good you can wing it. Yeah, so, all right, Valley Girl, a high school teenage romance drama centered around this young teenage girl who is unhappy with her popular life and her popular boyfriend and is looking for something a little more exciting, and she meets our wonderful Nick Cage, the bad boy, uh, from the other side of the town base. Oh, from Hollywood, the dirty area, I guess. Like, you know, I hear there's something really grody about the air in Hollywood, you know? Um, and they totally hit it off, and it's just montage after montage after montage of some some really bitchin' times. Yes, and this movie was made in, what, like 1983? Mm-hmm. And I think part of what they did to accommodate the valley girl like emphasis is they tried to talk like valley girls and so it was a lot of like like yeah totally tutelar far out like just a lot of excessive like (laughs) words that were just very like (laughs) you know ditzy sounding man he's just like trifendicular you know i know some of those words though I have really stuck around. Mm-hmm. Like, like. <laughs> one, <of them. laughs> one that I'm all too familiar with that I use excessively. It was a very timely movie. So they make a lot of, like, references to things that were popular during that time, which, if you're not familiar with it, um, it it's not as funny, I guess. And so yeah. that, I found a lot of the movie to be, or, like, half the movie wasn't, as funny as I I bet it was, you know, in the 80s, where those references really hit home for some people. Because uh, I definitely didn't get them all. Um, but I didn't grow up in the 80s. So. But who knows? I don't even know why we're talking about this. Let's talk about Nick Cage. Cause... I know. I know. <laughs> God, me, how could you? Let's talk about his, his uh, first appearance in, in the whole film. Oof. I marked it as... <laughs> Six minutes, 23 seconds, Nick enters stage, stumbling over sand as girls gaga over his pecs. <laughs> what a hunk. Oh, yeah. Check out those pecs. Oh, I'd go for that in a minute. I, I wrote, uh, not, not quite as poetically as you, but um, I, I, I noted his first appearance, looking old AF again. <laughs> Yes, yes, definitely. But it said that Nick Cage intentionally shaved his chest hair in a V for the beach scene (laughs) where him and Julie see each other for the first time. Apparently he had to shave it because the director didn't think that a 17-year-old had that much hair on his chest because he had a lot more hair on his chest. Um, But he was 17 years old at the time of filming. Hmm. So she thought he just had too much chest hair, so... 
he he shaved it into a V, which he said um, was intended to mimic the Superman logo. Oh, everything so, he does. Full circle. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm glad that our boy was hairier than most at his age. <laughs> Um, yeah, you know what I can't help noticing is how strong his hairline was. And, like, you know, he had a good set of hair. And now, looking at him, you would have never thunk because he has a six head. (laughs) How far back his hairline goes. He had some hair in his younger days, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yes. Um, yeah, so pretty much, to set the stage, um, Julie, which is, like, the main girl in this movie. She just broke up with her preppy boyfriend and now her and her girls are at the beach. It's like I'm totally not in love with you anymore, Tommy. I mean, it's so boring. And they're like, you know, checking out all the 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 men's at the beach and here's Nick Cage flaunting what he gots. And him and his friend hear about this party, which is, you know, on the rich side of town where all these valley girls go. And so him and his friend like show up at up to the party and that's where him and julie actually connect oh at this party though like they're serving sushi at the party it's a party for teenagers and they're serving sushi with what looks like peanut butter on it but i i believe it's uh as nick cage had said pistachio sauce it's pistachio paste isn't it (laughs) um yeah and not only are they serving sushi but the people that are serving it are parents (laughs) and so these parents are just hosting this party for a bunch of teens and it's weird but anyways so yeah nick finds this girl and he starts talking to her He's like, yeah, this isn't, like, the first time I've seen you. And she's like, oh. (laughs) Okay. Weird. Um, But anyways, they hit it off. And this preppy boyfriend comes. And he's like, hey, you're talking to my ex-girlfriend. Get out of here. And he knocks Nick Cage out. Like, just straight sucker punches him. Nick Cage is on the ground. And, you know, pretty much he gets thrown out of the party. But after they leave, him and his friend... Nick Cage is like, Nobody is going to tell me who I can score with. I want this chick. She wants me. So fuck it. We're going back. I loved that part. And then he goes back and he sneaks into the bathroom through the window and hides in the shower for way too fucking long. Like, oh my God. All of the shit that he sees is one thing, but like, seriously, he's like in there waiting for Julie to show up. And like, what if she had to take a dump or something? What? I know. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking about that, and I was like, oh, this bitch is just going in here, like, doing her makeup? That's bullshit. Like, no. No, first thing you do is pee. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, so Nick Cage had to witness a lot of other people come into the bathroom before Julie came in, and it was just an incredibly awkward stakeout. Yeah. (sighs) It made me incredibly uncomfortable. Um, Amy is meowing right now. I have, I'm in my closet. I've got my bedroom door closed <laughs> and this closet door because I knew if I didn't close both, she would just come right up to this one and start meowing outside of it. So I'm really hoping that it's not getting picked up. I oh, can't boy. hear it, but 
You can't hear, yeah, I know, but on the microphone, she's, I can tell that she's sticking her nose at the bottom of the door and meowing <laughs> underneath it. She wants to get closer. She wants to be in the audio. Yeah, she just wants to be with me no matter what I'm doing. Yeah, so, yeah, Nick Cage was doing some serious creeping in the bathroom. And, like, you know, what I didn't understand, um, so Julie finally comes in. And, um, he, like, is like, oh, come on, like, let's hang out. And she's like, well, you're not wanted here at this party. And he's like, let's get out of here. And her response was, I'm so sure. And I was like, I don't know, it sounded sarcastic. But then after that, he was like, cool. I I didn't know if her response was actually a yes or what. But if I was in that situation, I wouldn't have taken that as a yes. I mean, let's leave the party. I'm so sure. Kill. I'll meet you out front. They finally leave, but she's like, I'm only going to come if I can take my best friend. So she takes her fucking oh. annoying best friend whose name is... Da, 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 what's her name? Stacy. Mm, yep. Ugh, such a bitch. So she... Literally? Doesn't like to have fun. Doesn't like to have fun. Yeah. So, yeah, she just complains the whole fucking time. Uh, and they're, like, cruising around town, which I guess is a thing that people did. Wait. Did you never just cruise around as a teenager? Not in the town. I like to cruise around down back roads and highways. (laughs) Not, like, downtown. Yeah, I guess. Back roads and highways. But, I mean, what, what kind of downtown do we even have in our... Well, I guess we do have little downtowns and where we grew up but i've been nothing cru- like hollywood no i've been cruising down like the grand haven before not by choice i was happened to be in the car with people who decided that they were going <laughs> cruising in the grand haven area so i've done that before that sucks ass but oh my point what i wanted to say was there's my one of my favorite parts um is actually in that scene where they're cruising So my favorite, like, Nick Cage moment is when they're passing that police car that had pulled somebody over, and and he yells, out the window (laughs) to the cop. So, okay, what was weird, though, is he knew everyone on the fucking street. Like, Mm -hmm. he was just cruising downtown, and he sparked up conversation literally with everyone as he was driving by, which was, like very unpractical to upkeep conversation when by the time they're replying you're two miles down the road <laughs> so he's such a hip dude you know uh he just knows yeah, everybody no, wouldn't know the feeling <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, same but yeah so nick nick cage is very popular in the in the the bad side of town I guess, is what you refer to it. But, you know, in the kind of description of this movie, they kind of made him out to be, like, a rocker guy. But, like, the only thing rocker about him, like, he dressed in black, like, once. And then he went to a show that played very light rock music. Like, it wasn't, like, heavy metal or anything. It was very, like, I don't know, what would... You describe a band that was, like, the music they were listening uh, to. They listen, what? Um, 
this this was actually a thing that I I had like I said I was reading while I was waiting for you and it was a <laughs> they they had meant I don't remember where I saw it now I can't find it of course but it had said that the um his style was very punk like 80s punk but the mm-hmm. music none of the music was actually punk music it was all like a new wave post punk kind of music yeah that wasn't like true punk even though that was his style that was what he was supposed to be representing but one of the curious things actually that might attribute to that uh was that all of the cast wore their own clothes because it was a low budget <gasps> movie so oh my god mm-hmm. interesting he's the most awesome dude ever well i remember that um, on that Nicolas Cage drinking game, where one of the take a drinks was when Nick Cage gets to pick his own outfit. And so, if we knew that while we were watching that, would have gotten way, could had a couple drinks. Way wasted. <laughs> yes. I could die so buff. After the first kind of, I guess, night on the town, Julie and Nick like really hit it off, and then they started going on dates, and they. That's where a lot of the montage came in, where it was just showing them on dates. And they established a real healthy relationship. But I guess since Julie was, like, the popular girl at the school, like, she had social expectations to upkeep. And so her friends were always giving her shit for not getting back with her ex-boyfriend, the preppy guy, because, you know, he was kind of, I guess, at the top of the social ladder. And so they were kind of, like you know, prom king, prom queen material, and so they were, like, expected to be together. And so Julie felt a lot of pressure from her friends, and so she ended it with Nick. And, you know, this is where my favorite Nick Cage um, phrase was, um, because after she ended it, he's like, why are you doing this? And he's like, oh, it's your friends, isn't it? And, um, he says, fuck off for sure. Like, totally. I love that line. (laughs) Yeah, like, he just added so many extra things at the end of it that it was so, like, so, like, it's too much. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was my favorite phrase of his. (laughs) Oh, a thing about that, that montage so I was under the impression that they were courting each other or dating or whatever for like a month based on how many things they were doing in this like series. And it turns out they'd only been dating for a week at that. Like that was just, that was the span of a week right there. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah. They were practically like saying, I love you by the end of that shit. Like there were very much like, into each other by then mm-hmm. but i guess that's high school romance for you <laughs> <laughs> one thing that uh i noticed before she breaks up with randy is uh th- did you see the weird ass doll that she sleeps with julie no. okay go to uh-uh. uh you need to like you need to look this shit up you need to i'm like, this doll is creepy AF. I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. 
<laughs> oh my god, that's creepy as hell. Uh-huh. Who the fuck sleeps with that? How is that comforting? <laughs> Ew. That's definitely possessed. Yeah, it really. Yeah, really, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how you, yeah, I don't know how you can go to sleep at night with that in your arms. That's just like, uh, going to sleep with a little demon. <laughs> Freak me out! Freak me out! It's him! So one of the first scenes where we got to meet Julie's parents, and Julie's parents are very, like, hippy-dippy, own a, you know, fresh food store and whatever, and Julie is going out and... Her dad says, like, Don't you two look great. Oh, Stacey, if I were 20 years younger, honey. Hi, Dad. And then as soon as, like, she leaves, he's like, Sarah, do you know how much she looks like you? Oh, God, yeah. It was so weird. Oh, yeah, that made me... Her parents made me super uncomfortable on more than one occasion. That was definitely the first one. And I was, like, really confused because the the parents all look so young. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, and uh, the her parents, her hippie parents, at the very end, I think in the, not the very end, but the last scene that we see them in, when... Uh, before, right before prom and the dad gets all anxious and then he goes into the bathroom and he like (laughs) plugs the door and like takes several hits off of a joint and then comes back out and like after the kids leave and, uh, the wife was being super weird about it. Yeah. Like she was like really like, oh my God, it was just made me really uncomfortable the way she was like... (laughs) Touching him. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have any of that stuff for me? So, yeah, he gets broken up with, but then he's like, wants to fight for her. And so then he tries to like show up in every aspect of her life. You know, he is the food person, um, give, giving her like meals. He's the, um, what's the, the thing called when you take their car? The valet. He, he's a movie ticket. <laughs> God, I'm describing this so good. <laughs> <laughs> he's a chef at the restaurant. Uh, he inserts pictures of himself in her book. He is just sleeping in the front yard. He, like, oh, yes. Yeah. Or he, he calls a radio station and dedicates a song to her. To Julie, his favorite valley girl, Randy sends his undying love and says, like, come back soon, you know? Um, uh, yeah, he just completely stalks her, and apparently it's charming, because I think she liked yes. it. Yes, um, she did, but yeah. She damn, that was it. creepy AF as well. Yes, but all of this he was doing, like, while she was with her preppy boyfriend, Tommy, and so, like... It, like, it just made him look like a fool. Oh, uh, something that, uh, I, we didn't talk about, but we totally should, is the scene, um, after he, after Randy gets dumped, after our boy gets dumped, 
And he oh, goes shit, gets, I know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. He goes and gets totally wasted. And then he goes to oh. the... He goes to the club, and he hooks up with his ex-girlfriend, Samantha. Mm-hmm. Now, my real question to you is, do you think they just made out, or do you think they fucked? Oh. Oh, definitely option number two. I know. Is what I'm putting all my monies in. Totally. When I was... When I was reading a synopsis to refresh my memory, uh, waiting on you, you know, as I do, uh, yes. they, they had only Keep said mentioning that... it, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fine. We, I, we fucked up on the whole recording thing, so you yeah, know what? It doesn't even matter. We both ate shit today, so... Yeah. <laughs> Tastes my... pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, and you're drinking that nasty-ass clue straight. Oh, like, my God. It's so gross. Uh, yeah. But, oh, what the fuck did it... Shit. God damn it. You're talking oh. about Nick yeah. Cage and... Yeah. Yeah, so the... The synopsis had said that he just, after making out in the bathroom with his ex-girlfriend, and I was like, there's oh, no way that they only just yes. made out back there. No fucking PG. way. PG. Yeah, no, he was he was a sloppy mess. Yeah, we saw um, her titties and everything. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I know. There is a lot of exposure in that movie that I was not prepared for. Um, yeah, my favorite part of his drunk scene was like, you know, when he was walking into the, to the club, getting ready to, you know, enter the scene. And then he just fake punches, uh, the, like some guy, just some, just random guy standing out the, uh, outside of the door. And he just goes up to him and goes, bam, punches, <laughs> pretends to punch him. And it was just so stupid and unexpected that it was like classic cage. Hell Yeah. but anyways so like the big night's coming up aka prom and um nick and his friend are like you know talking and his friend's like i i thought of a way to to get your girl back and nick's like oh I'll, i'll take anything at this point and so um you know it's prom night at julie's high school and um Nick and his friend show up with apparently this big plan and um, lights turn on at prom and there's a band on the stage. And I swear to God, I thought it was going to be Nick uh, being like the head, like the front runner of the band, like dedicating a song to her. But it wasn't. And I was highly disappointed because I wanted to hear our man um, show us what he's got on stage because I'm sure... As we all know, he knows how to put on a show. But, yes, so he's still not a rock star in our eyes because he literally never played any kind of rock music or anything. So, yeah, that was highly disappointing. And then, like, him and his friend just kind of showed up at prom. And Nick's like, all right, what's your big plan? And his friend's like, this was it. I was like, what? Like, their plan was literally just to show up at prom and watch. Yeah, I mean... (laughs) Or, or just, you know, play it by ear. Wing it. You know how we always yes. do. We're so true, great true, true. at winging it. <laughs> yeah. Look at this podcast, how well it's turning out. <laughs> oh, my God. I just can't believe it took us so fucking long to get here. But... I know. 
I thought it was weird how, I guess maybe it's just this stage in his life, but, um, how his last, um, motion picture that we watched ended at prom and how this one ended at prom. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I think it's just because they're high school, I mean, well, so far, the first three things that we have now seen him in has all been just his role as a teenager in high school. Yeah. So, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I guess what else to... do you do? Yeah. <laughs> not, a, not a whole lot to do as a teen, I guess. Uh, so one thing that I thought was kind of interesting, um, and one of those little tidbits that I found, uh, was that Nicholas cage lived in his car uh during the filming to make the character of randy more real <laughs> so <laughs> oh my god how extra <laughs> that's what his second role and he's like i gotta get into character like i'm starting to immerse myself into this experience like really method but randy didn't even no, he didn't i don't think he lived in a randy car. didn't even no. No, because I remember when he was, like, hooking up with his ex-girlfriend, he's like, your mm -hmm. place or mine. So unless he literally meant his car, I guess, but... Nah, yeah. I don't know why he chose to live in his car, honestly. It doesn't really make a lot of sense, but, you know. <laughs> no, it just seems like something yeah, he would exactly. do, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was going to say something, but I forgot what it was. Oh, did we ever talk about how his teeth still weren't fixed no. in this movie? We didn't talk about that. They looked better, though. They looked better. Not totally right, but they weren't totally, yeah. like... Like, remember in The Best of Times how it looked like that tooth was almost missing yeah. because of how, like, yeah. janky it was? Like, at yeah. least it was fully visible as a tooth <laughs> yes yes there was still a the the london look was still there but he, yeah um, it was the snag wasn't as as um, obtuse <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah i think i i think i'd read that he had not yet gotten his teeth fixed at this point but it is the first uh, role that he was in where he was credited as Nicolas Cage instead of Nicolas Cage. Whoa! So. so literally his second role, he already established his persona. <laughs> yeah, just uh, playing a big. I do have my favorite Cage face. Yeah. If we're still doing that. It's at um 25 minutes and 45 seconds and it's in the scene where he is um waiting in the shower for julie to come into the bathroom and hang out <laughs> pull it up <laughs> oh god that's a great face it is it is Fuck. A, that's a fantastic it is face. very like overly expressive <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's so nervous, but yes. I get it. I yes. fucking get it. We've all been there in That's his one. exact situation waiting for our future love to show up <laughs> to take a shit while we wait for them in the shower, <laughs> unbeknownst to anybody. <laughs> God. Oh, and there's 
And in that scene where he's hiding in the shower, it just reminded me, like, he peeks up over the edge so much, mm-hmm. and people, oh. I swear, have to be looking directly at him. How do they not see him? Okay, his reflection is literally in the bathroom mirror. <laughs> like, when he, when he pokes up, you can see his little spiky hair. Like, does no one question that? But, whatever. People are dumb. For sure, Stacy. I definitely liked this movie. It was a classic, like, good girl, bad boy, like, love story. Love when Nick Cage is a bad boy. And there's a happy ending where he gets the girl. And mm-hmm. so, you know, nothing to Except dislike. Her, her friend Stacy in particular. Julie's friend Stacy. And Tommy. Tommy's a dick, too. Tommy is such a hunk. I can't stand it. <laughs> like, what a douche. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, like... Yeah, after at the party he tries to fuck Lauren, but I know. Yeah. Lauren's like also, come on, Lauren, like don't fuck Ugh, your that friend. Was, yeah, ex. that was too much. Yeah, this this movie what I liked about it though is how they always like zoomed in onto Nicolas Cage's face and like he was trying to be so like, you know, give like the puppy dog eyes and like stare into the soul of Julie with his very dense eyebrows and his blue eyes that are just piercing through her soul. And they, like, there were so many scenes where it was just on his <laughs> face, like, looking so, like, earnest and, like, I don't know. It was just... But, yeah. yeah. Anyways, yeah. Th- so there was a lot of good face close-ups, and that was that was good for me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I liked it. Um... I definitely think it could have been better for sure, but but it was it was pretty funny. It was better than yes. the best of times. Uh, way better, definitely much funnier than that. Um, I already know it's not going to be my favorite Nick movie, but it's it it was definitely yes. pretty good for for one of his first roles for sure. Yes, exactly. So yeah, we can't can't hate on it too much and excited to see what else he continues to bring to the table so uh what are we watching next week uh, our next movie is going to be rumblefish uh which also came out in 1983 uh i yeah didn't really know anything about this it's uh just on imdb quick like one sentence uh synopsis here Rusty James, an absent-minded street thug, struggles to live up to his legendary older brother's reputation and longs for the days when gang warfare was going on. Um, it was directed by Francis Ford Coppola, uh, the uncle hmm. of our of our lovely Nick, but Nick is not the starring role. Instead, that is Matt Dillon. Uh, but he is a supporting role, from what I can tell. I've never seen this movie. Have you? I mean... I have not. Nope. I I am looking forward to it. It looks like it's described as a drama romance, which typically isn't the type of movie I go for. <laughs> so it, I hope I can tolerate it. <laughs> um, not to bum you out even more, it looks like it's all in black and white. So... Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah. Did you... All right. Well, did you ever watch or read The Outsiders? Yes. 
Yeah. I did. And actually, watching this Valley Girl kind of gave me almost like outsider vibes. Like, you know, Nick Cage was the greaser and Julie was the soche. And I was like... Wrong side of town. Yeah. But Rumble Rumble Fish was written by the same person as The Outsiders. It's the same author. Oh. Then it might not be too bad. I like The Outsiders. We'll see. We will see. I don't think (laughs) she did very much work. Um, I think it might just be these couple of things. Uh, Yeah, I guess I didn't have to read Rumble Fish in high school, so... Yeah, so maybe it wasn't as good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But, I mean, using the same same actor, Matt Dillon, as in The Outsiders, so... Uh Uh-huh, I noticed that, too. I was like, huh, there seems to be a theme going here for for Mr. Dillon. (laughs) Yes, but... Bringing bringing some other bad boys to the table, like Nick yeah. Cage. But I think wasn't I don't even know when Outsiders was made, but it was I think it was after this. Oh, it's the same year, nineteen eighty three. So the Outsiders released in March. That was and before Rumblefish. Rumblefish. Yeah. yeah, October. Did you see that they made a remake for uh, Valley Girl? A twenty twenty yes, remake. See that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you, did you watch the trailer? I didn't. Oh. Should I indulge? Do it. I did. It's bad. Uh, bad. Very bad. Um, Why would they even want to remake that movie? That was so, like, It's not time... the same, but it's got oh. that Luke, Luke Paul? Logan oh, Paul. Gross. No, Logan Paul. Right. It started with an L. Yeah, Logan Paul. He's in the movie. Oh. They had to postpone the release of the movie because of all of his controversy. <laughs> On social media. Oh my god. (laughs) Like, what's the fucking point? What a... Like, why would you set the bar so high with the first Valley Girl and then, like, completely destroy everything with the remake? I mean, remakes are just the thing right now. Because they're running out of material or whatever. Yeah, originality is hard. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so we're watching Rumblefish. That's the next one. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Until then. Bye. Bye. (laughs) So let's crush that fly.